This episode of the Orange is Orange or Browns podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network, is brought to you by a presenting sponsor, The Place. The Place is the place for all of your hot tub, spa, fireplace, and outdoor grill needs. The minute you step into their showroom is the minute you become part of their family. The Place works closely with you from the very beginning, from choosing your ideal product, ensuring that you're well-informed in your decision, and providing expert advice. Their trained professionals will prepare your home for your new fireplace, hot tub, or grill, and do all the heavy work for you, making this process as painless as possible. Their continued follow-up and product service sets them apart from their competitors. And listen, the place, this is what sets them apart. The place is not happy and satisfied until you are happy and satisfied. The place in Medina features one of the nation's largest showrooms of hot tubs, spots, fireplaces, and outdoor cooking and leisure products for your home. It is impressive. You're going to be in awe about how big this is. It is awesome. It Just take the family just to go and experience this showroom. It's amazing. Use promo code ORANGE. At checkout on any Weber, Broil King, Big Green Egg, Fire Magic, Kastan, AOG, or Louisiana Pellet Grills to save 10% off your purchase. Visit the place on 237 Medina Road today to transform your backyard into the backyard of your dreams. When you think of fireplaces, hot tubs, grills, and patios, think of the place. Listen, I went back and counted. This is our fourth victory pod. We didn't get to record one after the Ravens went back in week five, but these are a ton of fun even after a busy Sunday we got to make time for the Browns. Jeremy was at the game, so we talk about the feel at First Energy Stadium, what this win means for the Browns, and pass out some game balls. Here's the deal. It's the middle of December, and the Browns are still alive in the playoff picture. This is amazing. No one make me up because I want to keep dreaming, baby. Let's freaking go. Jim Donovan, take us away. 45-40. Run, William, run. Got blockers in front. Five. Touchdown. Joshua Crimp! He snapped back, ball down, kick block. block! They blocked the kick! This is the Orange is Orange of Browns podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Chase Smith, and with me, as always, Browns insider Jeremy and Akron. Jeremy, I, I forget what it feels like to lose, man. What is going on here? <laughs> this is awesome, man. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was I, Obviously, I was at the game. I have no voice. I'm emotionally and physically spent, sure. but it's worth every second of it. It's amazing. I mean, we've won three of our last four. What are we? Four, two, and one at home. Yep, yep. So we've guaranteed a winning record at home. Yep. We're going to have a winning record in the division. Um, Denver, who is beat up. We go see Denver next Saturday night, who's beat up. Playoffs are still a slight possibility, but a possibility. We're still playing for something. I mean, what more can you ask? You know, there's a very real chance, Chase. We go into week 17 with a chance to win the division. Yep. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but Pittsburgh's next two games, they're scuffling, and they play New Orleans and New England. New England first, then New Orleans back to back. Pittsburgh has lost three straight. They've lost three straight. And they have New, New England next week, New Orleans the week after that. Now, they close up with Cincinnati, but if we can go into the last week of the season, with a chance to win the division, <laughs> that's pretty incredible considering how all that's happened this year. Roethlisberger's so, breaking literally every week. We watch him break more sorry. and more. Um, yeah, the, the Browns scored nine points in the fourth to defeat the Panthers at home, 26-20. to 20. The Browns improved to 4-2-1 at home, their best home record since at least 2007. The Browns improved to 5-7-1 overall, securing their best record since 2014. Tied for the second most franchise wins in a season since 2007. The Browns, dude, the Browns are freaking here, man. Jeremy, let, we're back. What was it like being at First Energy Stadium today? It was awesome. You know, it it was, you know, I heard Baker actually made a comment about how 
it wasn't full in there and he wanted to see the place completely full. Yeah, there was some seats empty in the very top, but trust me, for December, it was a good crowd. I've been to lots of December games with nobody there. And the people that were in there, it was electric, man. I'll tell you what, when it was shaking on the last play when Randall had that pick, it was shaking on the fourth down. Yeah, the, the, the fourth yep. down. And uh, when I placed the place went, of course, went absolutely bananas when Baker hit Landry on that touchdown. That was magical. That's, you know, I sent a tweet out earlier today. I don't know if you saw it, Chase. I asked a buddy of mine who's coached football for years and years and years and years. I asked him, you know, how will we know for sure when the Browns have their franchise quarterback? You know what he said? You'll know when you know. You'll know when you see him. <laughs> and now I get what he was saying because we have our franchise guy. He is 18 to 22 with two drops. Yep. 18 to 22. And the drop to Higgins was a dime. The drop to, uh, up the sideline to Njoku, he probably could have let, uh, just put it on him because he was so wide open. But still, it should have been a catch. So, really, he was should have been 20 of 22. Baker, and think he, about that. And, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 18 to 22. 18 to 22, 238 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. He was sacked once in that corner blitz. Um, yeah, but, Motherland came free. There was nothing he could do. But that's one sack in four games. Yep. It's pretty incredible. Baker. You know, I mean, keep Baker clean. It's just – it's been unbelievable to watch the turnaround. Freddie Kitchens, what can you say? You can't say mm-hmm. enough. You know, something I've been talking about, Chase, frequently is that every game they win, it makes John Dorsey's job harder. Yeah. Because it's going to be – and when you listen, it's – I got to say this, Chase, when I, you know me, I listen to every press conference, every press conference period. It is so, it's unbelievable the night and day difference between a Hugh Jackson press conference directly after the game Mm -hmm. and a Greg Williams press conference directly after the game. What is every Hugh Jackson press conference? I got to see the tape. I don't know. I'm looking at the tape. I can't really answer. I got to see the tape. Greg lays it out for you. What happened? He knows what happens on, you know, I'm the more, I feel, you know, dumber every day for two things chase i feel <laughs> dumber every day for not supporting baker from the beginning which i was clearly wrong on i've admitted hundred times. i still catch grief on it every day i was wrong i love it i've never been more happy to be wrong and for sticking up for hugh for so long yeah it's pretty clear that hugh had absolutely no idea what he's doing i mean look at the imagination of this offense now with freddie kitchen yeah. look at the, the handoffs the you know here's another amazing one this is how good freddie kitchen is i came back home after the game and I real quick sped through and watched the game on TV, okay? Chris yeah. Carter said Freddie Kitchens told him that they needed five plays or more of 25 yards to win this game. Guess how many plays of 25 yards or more they had? Six. Five. five. And five plays of 25 or more. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Landry had the – I mean, it's just unbelievable knowing his team. But that's nothing. The Browns going into this game were fourth in the league of plays of 25 or more. They had like 66, I believe it was. So they had yeah. 71 plays. Of 25 yards or more. Think about that, you know? That's how you win today's NFL, man. That's how you win. Big plays. And look at that. Look at the Statue of Liberty type handoff. They had all these inventive plays, the two handoffs to Landry. He's just so creative. It's so pretty. He's getting the ball out. He knows where he wants to go with it. How about Freddie Kitchens telling the announcing crew? what play he was going to run on first down. Chris Carter's like, we thought he was lying. Nope. First play <laughs> of the game, 66-yard pass to Perryman. He told them what they were going to run, yeah. and they ran it. I mean, how beautiful is that? I don't know if you heard the press conference. Another thing that was really cool, Greg Williams said that Baker Mayfield was so jacked at the beginning of the game that he had to walk away from him on the sidelines because he couldn't be around him because he'd be too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. That's your quarterback, you know? That is infectious. Yep. That kind of stuff just, you know, it's infectious. You know, it's beautiful. I love it. You know, I've been, I've, 
I've been to every game, and it's getting every game this year, including the preseason. I'm going to the game on the 23rd. It's been just beautiful. It's been awesome to see a building. And the people know. Browns fans aren't stupid. We've seen oh, yes. so much bad football. The people know what's going, and we're going to enjoy this all the way through. But yep. it's coming, man. It's Yeah, it's probably not this year, but the, the playoffs and the – we're a, a dynasty is being built right before our eyes with I, Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I, I think you're right, though. Every week, this does make John Dorsey's job harder. And I thought that's why they had that presser right after they announced uh, Williams as interim to kind of get ahead of this to talk about the head coaching search to kind of quiet some of these rumors. Um, but the way that this team has come together, the way that they play, I, at first I was all about finding another coach. But, dude, it's even changing my mind, man. Not that I'm anyone, but my goodness, why would you, why would you mess this up, man? Why would you want to install something else if there's a good thing going? If we go into week 17, still at the playoff, like still in the hunt for the division, I wouldn't touch it, man. I would not touch it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Dane Brugler, who's a guy I really respect, he tweeted out tonight. He goes, I don't know how, how you can have an interview with any head coach and not ask him what he thinks about Freddie Kitchens and bringing him back because it's just been – I mean, when you got Baker and him building this close relationship, it's so funny because the guy is so Cleveland. He's – overweight he's a mess we were laughing i got pictures of it on the sideline he was trying to put on his belt that holds the radio <laughs> okay. and it wouldn't fit that's <laughs> there okay, guys so out there helping him and adjusting i thought it was hilarious you know he's just the guy is so cleveland he so gets us but he's you know i don't think he has an ego at all you know most coaches like todd haley who I, I liked todd haley but it seems like todd, it was todd haley's way or the highway todd haley had yeah. a huge ego freddie kitchens wants to hear you know jarvis talked about this today after the game freddie kitchens comes and says what do you guys think of this you feel comfortable with this? You know, most coaches are too big an ego to do that, to let the yeah. players, you know, say what they want to do and work with the players. I love it. And I think it goes with this, you know, newer uh, newer breed of player in this newer age of person where they don't want to be barked at. They don't want to be told to do. They want to feel like they have some input on this. So I think that's why these guys all love Freddie so much. That, and they know he knows his stuff. Yeah. You know, so, when, so Jeremy, let, let me ask you this. So will Baker have any input on – what direction this team goes do you think Dorsey yep. would actually listen to Baker's like offensive if, if Baker wants I think they would I think they would take in into consideration I don't think he's still he's still a young guy you still don't want him dictating what's going to happen but I think you absolutely have to listen to him as a guy that's going to be here for 15 17 years isn't that amazing to think about too chase for all yep. these time of not having a quarterback all the 18 19 years no quarterback we we have our guy now. We have our guy for the next 15 years. We're going to be yeah. in every game as long as Baker's upright and healthy. And the way the offensive line's playing, he's barely getting hit. Yeah. So, so Jeremy, what does this mean when for the Browns? I mean, is is this a uh, a, a good win or is this a bad Panthers loss? No, I think it's a win. We won the game. We took the win. We took it from them. This is a good Browns win. I don't care about the Panthers. All I care about is winning football games. We've seen over the last few years how hard it is to win football games in the NFL. So any a win is a win is a win. We took that win. That's our win. And now, you know what I love, too? No matter what happens, the Browns are still in the playoff picture come Saturday night when they're the only team, you know, they're playing Saturday night in Denver on national TV. They go in, they take care of that, and we got another week of see- of games mattering. So just the fact that we're going to have a December yep. 15th, Saturday night game, national TV in Denver, in our color rush uniforms, you know, with a playoff still alive is just an awesome, awesome thing, Chase. Yep. Uh, without Denzel Ward either, he didn't even play in a game. And nope. we were still able- Money Mitch was back. Money yep. Mitch was back, and Money Mitch was balling. Let me tell you that. You wouldn't even have known that uh, uh, Devin Funches played. Nope. <laughs> did he catch a pass? I don't think he did. 
So I mean, he uh, smothered him. We'll talk about the Broncos game here 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 on Tuesday in our preview pod. But I would say, are the Browns going to be favored on Saturday, Jeremy? I mean, look, I mean, Denver just lost to a two and ten San Francisco team. I told you, they I got smoked. About it wasn't close. Well, they came back a little at the end, but Chris yeah. Harris, Chris Harris safety for the Broncos is a very good player out for the season as of last week. Emmanuel Sanders out for the season. They traded away Demarius Thomas. The, you the know, Browns they're limited offensively be right now. Favored by I think a point and a half. I can, see point and half. Half. I can say even. I can see it come out even because you give the three for the home team. It might be an even a pick 'em game. So it's yeah, it's gonna be very, very interesting. And you and you know, Baker on national TV night game on the big stage. Yep. Oh baby. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll pass out some game balls. What do you say? Sounds good. Hey, want to take a quick moment to mention our good friends Chop and Swizzle. Established in 2016, Chop and Swizzle is Akron and Kitten's hottest restaurant and modern tiki bar and the only crafted cocktail bar at the full upscale eatery in Summit and Stark County. Brought to you by the infamous Chef Dick. Chop and Swizzle specializes in historic cocktails with a twist, including local and sustainable food practices. Nestled in the shops of green, Chop and Swizzle gives off that big city speakeasy feel. Their food menu is always evolving and their resident mixologist follows suit with featured nightly cocktails happy hours from four to seven on tuesday through friday with two dollars off the entire cocktail and food menu and only yes only for the oranges orange or browns podcast listeners use promo code tiki dog for 10 percent off your entire bill it's more money in your pocket and more money to spend on drinks that's right 10 percent off mention the code tiki dog to your server to instantly receive 10 percent off your entire bill reservations are recommended so please call ahead or visit their website at choppinswizzle.com to reserve your table. That's chop and swizzle with the W swizzle.com handcrafted cocktails, fine dining chop and swizzle. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, Jeremy, let's pass out some game balls here. Uh, Baker that re- read through the stats and then we'll do offense first and then defense. Um, and then uh, we'll talk about it. This is, uh, this is th- these are the candidates for on offense. Baker, 18 of 22, 238, one touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Chubb, 13 rushes, 66 yards, one touchdown. He also, which I think is a tremendous keeper eye on Jeremy, led the team with six targets. It's very interesting, uh, that kind of utilization. Maybe, I don't know if it was scheme Panther-related or if that's a trend we're going to see more. Landry, two rushes, 54 yards, touchdown, three receptions, 57 yards, touchdown. Jeremy, who gets the offensive game ball for this game? Well, I'm going to go off the board here. I mean, Landry obviously had a huge game. Baker had a huge game. I want to give the game ball to Brashard Perryman, and let me tell you why. First, he comes out, he gets us going. Like I told you, we needed to get going early in this game, and he makes the great catch for the 66-yarder. Then at the end of the game, he almost seals it with that great catch on the sideline where Baker kind of put it up there for him. It was like a 15-yard play, got us a first down, that got us from not having to pump from the shadow of our end zone there and flip the field. Mm -hmm. Um, But we took this guy off the scrap heap, okay? He was out of football. He was literally out of football. He was done. He, there were, no one picked him up after the Ravens cut him. He'd been sitting for three weeks. No, you know, he was done. Browns bring this guy in. This guy doesn't have any drops. This guy has been unbelievable. He's the guy that was drafted in the first round three years ago now. The guy that is a big receiver with a ton of speed. He, his comp coming out of college was Josh Gordon. Remember we talked about that. <laughs> now all of a sudden this guy is catching everything. He's stretching the field. You know, you talked about Nick Chubb there having the most targets. Mm-hmm. Baker addressed that after the game too. He said their game plan and what they want to do now is 
early in the game, spread the field, stretch the field, throw deep, and then work on that running game and that screen passing game in the second half once they have the defense on their heels. Such a great philosophy. And Bashard Perryman has been just a diamond in the rough. I mean, people laughed when we drafted him. I remember people making fun of him the first week. There's a picture of him in the plain dealer trying to catch a pass. His hands looked all funny, and they're like, oh, that's Bashard Perryman. Well, look what's happened. This guy is no one. You know what? No one's laughing now, are they, Chase? No. Nope. This guy is a legitimate NFL player, and I bet you money we give him a – it won't be a huge contract. I bet you money at the end of the year we sign this guy long-term. There's no laughing. There's more questions like how do we miss this guy? It's kind of talking yeah, to the you know, scout it, squads. I'm going to give so, mine to, to Jarvis Landry. Yes. Uh, so much adversity this season. A lot of people kind of writing him off, saying it was a waste of, of, of money, a waste no of way. cap space. Um, but when you, see, when you saw his leadership in hard knocks, um, you mentioned it last week. He, he is – uh, just 18 or so, maybe 15 receptions now from breaking the Browns all-season receptions record. And to have a type of game like, like he did today, two rushes, 54. And some of those jukes were just out of this world, like out of their shoes. Um, and I mean, he got caught from behind by, by Keekly, but that's, that's a whole nother. <laughs> like, let, me, let me tell you this before we move on to the Browns. You know who else gets a game ball? Luke freaking Keekly. This yeah. guy is un-freaking-leavable. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen him like this guy is everywhere in the hustle. Like you said, the hustle on that play was like Jarvis is going to waltz into the end zone coming yeah. from behind to catch him. This guy, that guy, man, he is yeah. an absolute beast. I've seen maybe a handful of easy catches Landry's made all season. A lot of them have been contested, fallen yes. down. People draped over him. Uh, Landry's having an incredible season. Uh, Landry is doing work that opens up other players. Uh, and what, what just a tool and, that, that kind of veteran leadership, like, I'm so glad he's a Brown. I hope he stays a Brown for as long as he plays. I love him. I love his grit. love his grind. love his attitude. I love his passion. I love his hands. Man, that man catches – he had that one, like, almost behind-the-back catch last week. As he was Like, it's just – I mean, the, the touchdown catch, he had people cross in front of his eyes where he, like, lost sight of the ball. I mean, right, that, that throw last, couldn't have been – that throw, it took a little luck, obviously, yep. to get through. But that throw couldn't have been more perfect. And like you said, you know how hard it is when that ball's coming in that fast, you're that deep, you're running that fast, you got guys crossing your vision, like you're saying, yep. to make that catch, incredible. Just Unbelievable. Incredible. So I'm going to give my, my game ball to Jarvis Landry. Uh, he deserves it, puts in the work. Uh, Perryman had a great game, but uh, I'm, I'm giving mine to Landry. Jeremy, let me ask you a question, leaning into our defensive game ball. What – in, in, in the history of the Cleveland Browns, what was a better trade? Trent Richardson for a first-round pick or Demarius Randall for Deshaun Kaiser? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You just stole my thunder right there with Demarius Randall. The guy has been unbelievable. You know, Jarvis Landry obviously is the guy who brought the new attitude yep. and then with Baker. But Demarius Randall is number three in that list. Yep. This guy yep. came in with swagger. He didn't back down. You know, it's funny. Is it all started with his bet about LeBron James, you know, about the Cavs not beating the Warriors. He's going to buy everyone the jerseys. Mm -hmm. He never backed off that. Yeah, it made him mad, but he never backed off it. Just like with football. This guy does not back off. He talks the talk, but he walks the walk. He doesn't, yep. you know, he doesn't back off. He's brought a new, helped bring a new attitude to the uh, locker room. And the people love him, man. The people yep. love this guy. This guy's going to be around. You know, I think he's another guy that's probably, probably going to look at extending in the offseason. This guy is everywhere on the field. Today he was looked a little hobbled, still making plays. Had one pick, almost had a second pick. Um, game-winning interception. Like, yeah, he had the game-winning interception. He almost had a pick before that. And like I talked addressed earlier, he never misses a tackle. That's why he is literally the reason, the big difference between this year and last year, why there hasn't been any giant long runs broken for touchdowns. He led the team in tackles, eight tackles, one yeah. assisted tackle. He had an interception and an official pass defense. He, he talks the talk and he walks the walk. He, he, he just like, he, he brought a new attitude, man. He does. Swag. Just like, yeah. Yes. Yep. 
pours out of this guy and he backs it up. That's what I, that's my favorite. The dude talks smack and then he backs it up on, on the field. Um, so he gets my game ball, but you know who else I think I want to give a game ball to. And, uh, our, our kicker, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Now you're, now you've just thrown me for a loop. <laughs> right, whatever his name is. Man, remember how, kicker. <laughs> right, right. Remember how terrible our special teams was the first five weeks and probably cost us two wins. Yeah, they've been better, but then he did mix the extra point today. But oh, he did. But, yeah, dude, he, honestly, he I, I was. Dude, he I picked one right off the. He all day. It off the bar. It was the worst. Uh, it was the worst thing ever. So what happened, Chase? The sequence was really crazy. That he he makes the extra point, but Carolina's offsides. Generally, they wouldn't bother to play dead for offsides, but they called the unabated call. So they blew it dead after he'd already made it. They move it up five yards, and he hits it off the upright. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, yeah, the uh, the special teams. Remember how it seemed every single game we had a hold on a kick return yep. for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yep. And now all they've cleaned all that up. You know, for the most part, they've they've hit most of their kicks. Um, he's the kick everything. The, the 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 defense on the returns has been better. Everything has been better. Yep. Everything has been better on the special teams. I don't know what it was, if, if Gray got more involved or what happened, but the special yeah. teams that were just such a horrific disaster the first five yeah. weeks are so much better now. Yeah, well, maybe I won't give him a game ball for missing that extra point, but yeah. uh, it was nice to see them convert on his field goal. And by the um, way, Greg Joseph is the kicker. I, Greg Joseph, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That guy, there, but. like the most boring name in the that's NFL. <laughs> All right, uh, we want to say a, a special thank you to our presenting sponsor, The Place. The Place is your place. For any hot tub, spa, fireplace, or outdoor cooking need, the place in Medina features one of the nation's largest showrooms, and their trained professionals will prepare your home for your new fireplace, hot tub, or grill, and do all the heavy work for you, making this process as painless as possible. Use promo code ORANGE on any Weber, Broil King, Big Green Egg, Fire Magic, Astan, AOG, or Louisiana Pellet Grill to save 10%. Visit the place in Medina, Ohio, on Medina Road to make all your backyard dreams come true. The place. Want to also thank you. Uh, send a shout to our other sponsors, Trop and Swizzle. Jeremy, any final thoughts before we head off on this victory pod? No, you know it's just amazing. It's so fun. It's just crazy the roller coaster ride this season has been. Like we talked about so many times, so much fun. And hey, guess what? We're in December playing meaningful football. We can't ask for any more than that going forward. We got it, baby. I'm set. We're set. It's going to be a blast. Love it, Jeremy. That's talk on Tuesday. We'll preview the Broncos' uh, primetime game on Saturday night. Until then. Victory Monday, get Browns, baby. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Let's go. Hoo, hoo. It's not a little.